So Susan and Bill have highlighted that the most important aspect of anything we do in the IT world is around people. And so what I'd like to know from your perspective is what impact does a platform have on the approach of the workforce in today's terms and looking forward? Yeah, thank you, Aaron. I, I think I'll kick that off first for you. Um, again, as we discussed before, the advantages of having a, a single fabric, as Bill calls it, calls it in the platform, is our ability to quickly bring the best of commercial solutions to the government as we move forward with this. And that includes taking care of our people uh, and our workforce. In, in Accenture, we have this process in our, in our studios that we call human-centered design. And, and I absolutely loved that when I came here to Accenture. And what we literally do is put the soldier, the airman, uh, the sailor, the marine at the center of the problem and then design out the solutions. Too often times we end up inside of the Pentagon, if you will, or a headquarters somewhere, and we try to resolve the problems um, out in Kandahar or uh, wherever we're going, Mosul, Mosul uh, Iraq. Um, putting the, the individual at the center is what's key in, in us being able to develop these platforms so that it meets the user's needs and not necessarily the building's needs, if you will, as we go forward. And we call, also call it co-create. So whenever we are going after a hard, complex problem, we work it with the client together to find the solution. And so with that, that's why the people part is so critical when we think about the skill sets that we're going to need in the future as we uh, continue to expand on platform solutions, um, how we're going to we're going to reskill them is is very important, you know. And I I'm working on one uh, project right now, and uh, it's surrounded by the need for additional cybersecurity workforce. And I read a study that showed there are going to be 3.5 million cybersecurity vacancies in the year 2021. So it's not just uh, us here at Accenture facing the problem, it's the commercial environment, it's the government as we do that. And so as um, I often speak and talk about the, the challenges that we're finding there, I am convinced that it's going to take a joint effort between the government, industry, and academia to go after these problems to continue to make sure that we have the right talent where we need them as we go forward. Yeah, and Aaron, to, to jump on, on that one with, with Susan, the couple, couple angles to add. Um, I, I often talk about my son, he's 15 years old, and I mean, he's really taught me a lot about what that new digital, truly, truly digital native is. And, and frankly, they demand that agile, responsive, human in the center mix. Because he, frankly, that's the only thing he grew up with. And so to have anything else is just unacceptable. So we talk about recruiting and retention of airmen, soldiers, sailors. That, that human-centered design, that user experience, that customer experience is so critically important. You could almost argue it's more important than all of the capabilities. So in other words, if I had 10 capabilities with no UX, I would rather deliver seven capabilities with a strong UX platform. Right, because if they won't interact with the platform, it doesn't matter what you delivered if it's not usable. It's refreshing to hear you, uh, both of you talk about the human aspect of this, right? It's not actually about the technology and the compassion that we have for the experience that people have is what allows for that adoption, and that transformation. 
you know, I think you, you both said it in, you know, in the ServiceNow terms, uh, it, it's about not throttling people with technology, but enabling them, right? If we do it right, they actually don't appreciate what we did because it feels seamless, right? If they can order books online and have it delivered in two days, that's no different than an SLA. They don't mind what plane and how much jet fuel was on there and what we had to do to get it there. We promised and we delivered. And I think that's what you're seeing out of IT today, whether it's for the warfighter, whether it's for recruitment, every aspect is about the impact of the human. And so that customer experience is really important. And I think Bill and you, Susan, you both said it, but we do have customers, right? And we have to see them that way because they do have choices. And so that next generation is going to have that big impact. I think that's very insightful. Thank you both for that. Absolutely. Yeah, Aaron, you know, you just hit on it as well. You know, very seldom as we go out and we work with our clients, do we find that technology truly is the challenge? It, it's the culture. And what is culture? It's the people. Um, when I was a CIO, I had a sign in my office that said, change is good. You go first. And so getting people to buy in and accept the movement to bring in innovation and to transform how we do business um, it, 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 it starts and ends with the people. Yeah. My, yeah. my favorite quote there, Aaron was, uh, and I can't remember the speaker, so I can't give them credit, but they said, it's unfortunate that in DOD users expect that when they come into work, they're going to go 10 years back in time. And, and I always use that as kind of a platform. So that's just simply unacceptable anymore. That that's not our job as CIOs. We need to, we need to expect that they come in and they get to your point, that rich experience from, from the get go where they don't even understand the complexities behind the hood, if you will. But they, they come in, they get the experience they want, they're happy when they get home. They had a great day at, at work because, frankly, the mission that we have is the empowering part. And the more we take the laborious side out of the equation and the more they can focus on the mission, uh, there's a huge retention and, and, and development opportunity there uh, in the space. And so people don't normally tie those together. Uh, but none of us have extra free hours of the day. So if we can shed those things that aren't productive, aren't valuable and really get to where, you know, we get to use our intellect and skills and, and really talents, that's what really energizes us all, I, I believe. Yeah, you bring up a good point. You know, you always hear the 80-20 rule. Uh, when you talk about transformational organizational change, uh, we commonly use the 10-60-10 rule, which is you got 60% in the middle and they're waiting to see if the top 10% who adopt change first are going to win. Or if the 10% at the bottom that cross their arms and are never willing to adopt any kind of change are really going to win that battle. And so it goes back to what you said, uh, Bill and Susan, about quick wins, right? A good experience that shifts that large mass and common uh, body back towards the modernization and the initiatives that you put in place for the current and future CIOs. So I, I agree with you.